guys, welcome back to Starring Milana. I'm your host, Milana. And today we have a very special guest with us. Um, in honor of Women's History Month and International Women's Day, I thought we could talk about the topic, Can Women Have It All with the one and only Iris Palmer. Hi, guys. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Before we get into you a little bit and the show, um, make sure if you're listening on a podcast app to leave a rating and a review and subscribe to my podcast. And also on YouTube, um, go to youtube.com forward slash starring Milana, leave a comment and a review. And yeah, check us out. I think we look pretty good. Do we? Yeah. How do we look over there? <laughs> <laughs> um, we're here in your salon in mm -hmm. Los Angeles. And Sherman Oaks, and to be Sherman specific. Oaks. Do you want me to, to put the whole address? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please let tell people how can they can stalk you. Go ahead. Um, and we are in your private room. Actually, the you, VIP room. The VIP room. Yeah. The private room. That sounds a little kinky. We are in your VIP room. Uh, you have all of these. The wall in front of us. You have all these celebrities um, eyelashes that you've done, mm -hmm. and I'm also on the wall. Do you yeah. consider me a ce celebrity? I mean, you're just on the wall by <laughs> default because you're one of my best friends. Hello. <laughs> um, so for those of you who don't know Iris <laughs> Palmer, bitch, I've never really said your last name like that. I know. It sounded really nice. Say, like say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Iris Palmer. <laughs> Can we have like a little like in the... <laughs> the little Can you add that? <laughs> the sound effect? Smashing lights. Smashing lights. All that. Um, so you have two salons. First of all, for those of you who don't know she, who she is, she is like the lash god. No disrespect to actual god. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Yes, you are. She has Thank two you. salons mm -hmm. in California, one in Sherman Oaks, one in Orange County, and then you also have girls that work for you out of a New York location, correct? Yes, and um, a lot of people don't know that I have another business that I'm invested mm -hmm. in as well, which is um, a laser company called Sev Laser mm -hmm. Aesthetics, which is the best laser company in um, California and New York, so... Go laser there. That's where I get my laser. If you guys remember, I was talking about this um, a couple of, I think, episodes ago. I That's where I go to not look like a werewolf. Yeah. Yeah. It's literally life-changing, and life everybody needs that and lashes. So mm -hmm. Yes. So if you watch me on YouTube and you wonder why my lashes are so fab, it's because I come here. She comes to here, obviously. Um, and, you know, I, I'm really impressed with Iris because... We've met in high school. Mm -hmm. We cheered together. We were cheer sisters. We were cheer sisters. And then she graduated a year before me. We went to Fairfax High School. Shout out to <laughs> Let's keep Fairfax. Her. <laughs> um, yes, Fairfax, the best school in L.A. So uh, we graduated, and we mm -hmm. kind of lost touch for a little while, and then we rekindled. And we I was met. a year older, too. I was, like, yes. in a year older than her. Uh-huh. And then we got really close, and... And now we're, like, inseparable, and she's just, like, so annoying, wants to be me all the time. I'm just oh. kidding. <laughs> First of all, yes. No, we, we're very alike. Mm -hmm. We're very, very alike, and obviously, you're friends with who you're, I mean, not similar, similar not always, to. Yeah. But I don't want to claim that, because some of y'all <clears throat> out here doing wild shit, I, that, no. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but we have a lot of similar... Mm -hmm. Interests. Interests. Mindsets. Perspectives. Morals. Morals. We've experienced a lot together. We've we have a lot together. of great memories that we'll and keep, moments a that lot we'll, of we'll keep, keep here mm -hmm. to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Before we continue with the show, I kind of want people who don't know a lot about you or your story to find out how you started your business. Like, how did you come to it? What lashes? Who would have even thought? N not me. Not you. Not me. I did. I thought you were going to be an actress, which you still will be. She's going to be a fabulous yeah, actress. Yeah. No. I actually, <laughs> actually, I think like growing up, 
like this is probably like the least career that I thought I'd go into Mm -hmm. Um, just because I think I don't know you don't you usually think like the doctors the lawyers like those type of people make the most amount of money Mm -hmm. and I think um, I actually think especially nowadays like people aren't educated enough to think that or to know that there's different careers that you can make as much or you Mm -hmm. know um, or more. Or yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and so I've always had a job ever since I was like 15. I've literally done everything. Everything. Um, I've sold Crocs at the Grove. <laughs> she put me on Pink Crocs. Berry, like literally everything that you can think of, I've probably Ed done. Hardy. Ed Hardy, uh-huh. Abercrombie, and Fitch. I yep. was a, yep. the little model there. Uh-huh. Um, and um, then I, I really wanted to pursue acting, and I've always had a job, so, you know, you need to, you need to have that flexibility in your schedule to go to auditions, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't have that because I had a full-time job, so I saved money. I said, okay, I'm going to give myself about six months um, to really pursue pursue it, put myself out there. I think I was kind of scared as well to, like, mm-hmm. really put yourself out there. And, you know, we live in L.A. Like, everybody comes here pursuing that dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you see people, like, living in their car, like, you know, being a waitress at night, like, doing that whole, like, actor struggle life. A lot of sacrifice, yeah. And I didn't, and I, and I was like, I don't know if I have that in me. I don't know. To, to I don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I, so, yeah, and I just, it doesn't sit well with me, like, the concept of not having an income come in. Sure. Like, that scares the crap out of me so um so I did I saved I quit I quit my job I was also dating this really um gorgeous man from London um and he um was overseas he lived in London I lived here so I started this long distance thing I was 19 when I met him um and I went to London. I remember, like, I quit my job, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to London, and first I'm going to start auditioning in London because I thought, you know, I'm an American. They're probably looking for American accents. I probably have a greater shot out there than I do here. In L.A., yeah. So I went out there, and then within, like, the first month, I was out there for a month. I remember it was, like, July, and it was raining every single day in July in London, and I was like, what? I was so depressed. I was like, wow, like— us LA people like really are spoiled by weather and we don't realize how much it affects our mood everything For until sure. we're taking or until we're taken out of our element. Mm-hmm. So I went over there. I um I auditioned. I did a few little auditions over there and then I was like this is not my life. Like this I I have to have an income coming in mm-hmm. and everybody had these lashes. Mm-hmm. And actually staff sister um she was doing lashes on the side in Miami and she was doing like a lot of people's lashes. And, um, I was like, if I could do like lashes on the side, then that could be like my side hustle. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I decided to take a course. Um, I remember I told him like, I'm going to take this eyelash course. And he's like, you're not even going to do it. Like, and I was like, pay for the course and I'll pay you back. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he paid for the course. I went to do the course. I hated the course. Mm -hmm. I couldn't even put like one eyelash. But every, but I I would say like the the class that I did was a big group of um, Mm. students, and that's exactly why I now that I teach my classes, I don't like to do big groups. They're very. It's it's a very hand hands on. um technique and work and so like when you're when you're learning it you need to be more of an 
it needs to be more of an intimate setting, yeah, you know, for sure. as opposed to 10 girls. And, you yeah. know, it's like, it's too much. I'm also left-handed. You know, I just felt like nothing was, I was trying to do everything mm-hmm. the way that the girl was doing it. And she was right-handed. I was trying to switch. It was just uncomfortable. I was like, okay, I suck at this. No. So he picked <laughs> me up and, um, I, and he picked me up and I was like, I, he was like, how was it? I said, I hate it. Um, it's not for me, but I'm going to pay you back. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. And then I went home and I started thinking, like, what if I do things my way? What if I switch the tweezers? What if I just give it one last, like, I'm not a quitter. Like, I, I'm, I, I think I could do this. And naturally, I've always been good at, like, doing my hair or, like, yes, little stuff. Uh-huh. Little stuff making like that. Making your own costumes. Yes, making so my own costumes. You're I, your hands, bro. I'm really good with my hands. <laughs> I used to make, you guys, I used to make these cakes, these, like, perverted cakes. Yeah, the penis cakes and the boob cakes. I used cakes. to make, like, boob cakes, penis cakes, like, ass cakes. Like, yeah. And they were really, really good. Mm-hmm. For a minute there, I thought I was gonna like get into the I mean look look there's nothing but space and opportunity (laughs) yeah so anyway so I went back I practiced whatever and then I was like okay you know what like this could work for me and I couldn't think of not one person in my circle in LA that did it that did lashes so I was like you know nobody we weren't exposed to it like no no because that's because only celebrities really knew about it and Mm. they weren't really giving up their secrets or Mm -hmm. like you know like people people usually don't want to share what what makes them look good like people it's like it's like such a secret you know so when people start admitting it especially celebrities who we all look up to who we all get inspired by whatever then it it becomes a trend and a Mm -hmm. thing and so I I said okay I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna um this is gonna be my side hustle so when I started the company I was first I was I was in London just looking for names and I was like what is it gonna be called what is it gonna be called and then I was thinking okay well everybody wants to look like a star I live in LA so I said oh star lash extensions Mm -hmm. and I I got the name, whatever, um, and then I thought I'm gonna do it anonymous in case I suck. Yeah. Like I don't, I, love I don't want to have my name attached <laughs> to it yet. Like I wasn't fully confident yeah. yet, you know. So I did it like that. I was promoting it. People thought I was working for the company, uh-huh. and then my acting was kicking in because they, they would call now and pretend to be like the receptionist. And then when I really realized like this could be my business was when I saw like. I, my first celebrity client was Christina Milian, mm-hmm. and um, you know after one after one person posts you on Instagram, which Instagram was kind of like new too, mm-hmm. so it just it was like after her it was like one after another that I kept getting, and I was like oh my god like this is this this could be my business like mm-hmm. I could actually make this a real legit business. How do I do that? Like, I don't know anybody in my family who has a business. Like, how do I make this a real business? Yeah. So then I turned to Google. Google is <laughs> our best friend. I love Google. I don't know where I'd be without Google. Seriously. And um, and I just went for it. And I remember telling staff, like, this is going to be my business. And he's like, you know, you can't make that much money with lashes. Like, you have Men. to go back to school. <laughs> and... Boy, was he wrong. And here we are. Here we are. And now, you know, I have three locations. I also have Sev Laser. I have over 20 employees. And I never would have thought that my little side hustle would have we'll turned turn into this. this. And you're traveling and teaching courses in different states. So let's yeah, be clear. That's that. a big deal. I, you guys, I'm like a, I'm like a rapper. Like you're a, just, you're, you're <laughs> lash tour. I have a lash tour. Uh, you know, we, I take some of my friends have been on my lash I went tour. To, I went she to the went, Dallas stop. We had yeah, such a like, good time. Yeah, and like what we do is like we, I get my class out of the way mm-hmm. and then we like party and mm-hmm. enjoy the city and like yep. we do what rappers do. We really do. <laughs> I'm not even a lash tech, and I was like, I'm going to this next location. That was so much fun. So, yeah. Okay. okay. That's a little bit about my um, career. 
Okay, so <laughs> thank you for sharing. Of course. Before we get into the segment, I wanted to do something different that I don't really do because she's one of my best friends. So Lena got me this little like card set. It was oh, so great. fun. It's Is like it a um, game. I hate it's games. Like, no, no, no. It's like, like yeah. You know you don't, bitch. You always try to play and win. Um, and you actually win. You're really good at games. Um, um, there's this, uh, so this is set, and it's basically like girls' night out, and it's mm-hmm. random, like, things you have to answer, okay? okay so we're yeah. just going to grab, like, five, and we're going to answer. Five? Just so people can get to know you a little bit okay. better, okay? There you go. All right, so the first one. What would you wear if you didn't worry about what people thought? Um, I mean, I don't really worry what people think i i like like now i think it's more about like comfort mm-hmm. so if i could be in sweats every day in a hoodie that's what i would be in yeah i like that i think i'm yeah. gonna reward this to what i would uh what i wouldn't wear if i didn't care what people thought and i'm gonna go ahead and say a bra <laughs> if i could just be swinging out here <clears throat> i would do it because this shit is so uncomfortable no okay? i know that's why i want to get my boobs done so mm. i don't have to wear a bra i feel you girl not that I, <laughs> not that I have big boobs or anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want big boobs. I just want yeah. my pre-baby boobs. Uh-huh. Like that's all I want. Ah, oh, kids, you love yeah. them, and then you present them. <laughs> um, if you had to gain ten pounds, what would you eat to gain weight? Um, sweet potatoes. Ooh. I love sweet potatoes. Okay. Yeah. I would just eat fries, potatoes, potato chips, anything potato based mm-hmm. for sure. Love potatoes. Not hot Cheetos. I thought you were going to say hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos doesn't make you gain weight. And the, like potatoes make you gain weight in the right places, girl. Like, if I'm, I'm going to gain ten, 10 pounds, You want please. the right 10? Um, okay, next one. Is it easier or harder to be a girl today than when you were young? Hmm. I think it's harder. Because we didn't have this, like, pressure of social media. Like, sure, we had, like, yeah, I think No, I for sure think it's harder because of social media. Yeah. Um, Because we're not realistic. Mm -hmm. I feel like we're, everybody wants to look like one another. No one embraces like their natural flaws Mm -hmm. or like we're we're chasing too much perfection. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like what makes it hard. And now you're exposed to it at a younger age because you get a phone at a younger age. mm -hmm. Everyone's connected on social media. Yeah. Yeah, it's harder. It's for sure harder. So you're raising your daughter and. I'm terrified. I'm terrified. I'm like, my poor baby. You're doing great so far. Yeah, she's only, she like, not even ar- two, though. Yeah, but she has an army of women around <laughs> she her. Does, she does. She's going to be fine. She'll be fine. Okay, what's your favorite beauty tip? Hmm. My favorite beauty tip is um, to get your lashes done by Star Lashes. Hello, I would agree. Basically. That is my favorite. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, the only other thing I can think of is, it's not. A, I mean, it's not really a beauty tip. I don't know. Just take your fucking makeup off before you go to sleep. That yeah. is like my biggest thing. Like you're. You know really... what? The older I get, the like. Well, before I didn't. I've never really had bad skin. Mm-hmm. Let me knock on someone. Knock on wood for me, please. Um, <laughs> I never really had acne, like stuff like that. And I don't even like when I wash my face. Like people are like, what do you use to wash your face? And I'm like, regular soap, whatever soap I have in the uh-huh. bathroom. But now the older I get, and I'm like, okay, like I'm 28, I'm near 30. Mm-hmm. Like I need to really start caring about my skin and like, mm-hmm. you know, but um, definitely take your makeup off. I've definitely slept with my makeup a few times. I don't do it anymore now. Like yeah. at it doesn't all. doesn't matter I'm how like, drunk you are. You're like, no, really no, 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 no. you have to wipe it off. Like you just Or hopefully to. you're with like a nice guy uh-huh. who cares about your, I've had someone remove my makeup before yeah. for me. Like. That's so romantic. That's so nice. Yeah. It's like, oh, thanks, thanks, baby. <laughs> thanks, thanks for caring about my face. You the one. You the one. Um, okay, last one. What was your strangest date ever? Strangest date? Oof, I have one. Oh, date, date, date. I feel um, like you haven't dated. Well, you haven't I haven't really. Yeah, dated in a long time. You've, or really? I've, 
Yeah. Mm. <laughs> or really ever. <laughs> Think about it. I know. Um, I never went on dates like that because I've always, I've always kind of had a boyfriend. Yeah. And then I got married. Uh-huh. And then I've, you know, um, a strange date. I can't think of one. I don't have one. I have one. I went out with this guy. I didn't know that he had OCD because it was just our first date, like our first time really seeing each other. And he, uh, we came in and they gave water on the table. You know, at restaurants, they give you water. He was Mm -hmm. like, when I made my reservation, I said, I need water to be out of a wine glass. He can't drink water out of a regular glass. And I was like, okay, what's going on here? So they bring us water and wine glasses. When the food got to the table, he started like moving everything around, fork by fork, salt, pepper, everything was, like, going like this. I'm like, okay, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I didn't understand that he had OCD. I was like, did he do something? Like, was he on something? Like, yeah. I didn't know. And then we ate, and he was, like, he ate, we ate, and then I, like, um, I put my napkin, like, on the table, and he, like, grabbed my napkin, he folded it, he stacked the plates, he wiped everything, and then, oh like, I, yeah, and, I, like, you know, there's nothing, I mean, if you have OCD, like, you have OCD, there's nothing wrong with that, but I just didn't know, and so for me, I was caught so off guard, and mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there on the date, like, Oh my god, I should have known. Like I, I didn't I didn't yeah. understand, like, but the whole water did thing. Did you I say anything? I was like, are you okay? <laughs> I, I did not. I just, just sat there and then I understood what happened later. Yeah. All right, guys. So here at Starring Milana, we have three segments, and um, you know, we don't like to do an interview show. We kind of like to bring you into my world mm-hmm. and you join in and you talk about the things that we talk about. Okay? okay. So the first segment is BTS, which is behind the scenes of your past week. Okay. So okay. anything that happened that past week, you were in Jamaica. I was in and Jamaica Miami. and Miami. How so, was that? You know, Jamaica. I was actually really looking forward to go, going to Jamaica because Ayla, my daughter, is um, a quarter Jamaican. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know, it was just so interesting to go, and I actually, I, like, I love it. I was actually scared at first, because mm-hmm. then I started hearing, like, oh, my God, Jamaica's so dangerous, and you mm-hmm. should get a security, and blah, blah, blah. But I stayed in Montego Bay, which mm-hmm. is very touristy and beautiful. It's literally so beautiful. Really? Like, the water was so nice. And I think, uh, and where we stayed, like, the people that worked there, they were just so... I don't know. I just felt so at home. Yeah. Like the way oh, they take amazing. care of you. And I think like hospitality is everything. Mm-hmm. And I like if I return, if I go back, which I, I want to take Ayla back every year now, like I'm going to go and stay there. And like they were literally so like one night, like we had a driver every day and one night. Um, we told them like early, like, yeah, we're not going to do anything tonight. You guys can go. But like we had a butler. His name was Otis. And you know how you just meet someone and they're just so like memorable and yeah. so nice. He was like that oh, one. Otis. And um. So we wanted to, so last minute we were like, you know what, like, let's go and experience like a Jamaican party. Like mm-hmm. we, you know, like. You have let's, to, I feel like. Yeah. And none of, none of the girls really wanted to go. So like four of us were like, we really want to just go and experience it. So I was like, Otis, we want to go out. I know it's so last minute. It was probably like 11, 12. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and he was like, oh, the driver already left. So we we're like, oh man. So he's like, okay, you know what? He's like, don't worry, man. He's like, I'm going to go get, um, he said, he said, I'm going to call someone. He said, I went, go man. Don't worry. I'm like, okay. Oh so he goes, he calls somebody, he probably called like his cousin, somebody. <laughs> they came and they picked us up in this scary van. Okay. <laughs> so then we like walk out and I'm like, oh my you God. guys, is this, this a is good idea? This like, is we're those dumb American <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs> and the car didn't have lights, like nothing. But it was like we got in the car and then we were like, this is the true experience, yeah. you know? <laughs> I love it. And so we're in the car. Otis, his friend, they're putting the music, like the Jamaican music. Yeah. We get to the spot. 
It's called One Pier or something like that. And then you hear the music and it's literally like it was probably one of the best nights I've had in so long because it's people are just there literally to just dance, hear the music. Like you would have loved it. Yeah. You would have loved it. Um, and yeah, it was just it was just so much fun. I loved it. OK, I need to go back next time. Yeah, we're going to go for uh, my friend for Nina's bachelorette. Oh, yeah. Same place. Yeah. Same people? Yeah, same cool. villa. Otis. Everything. I'll see you soon, Otis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, um, I'm actually traveling soon, too. I'm going to Miami in a month, my cousin's bachelorette. When are you going? Um, damn, everyone got to know. Okay, like, <laughs> like the April, month. April like 6th April, through 8th. Okay, okay, okay. I'm just kidding. Y'all, you guys will know anyway. But April 6th through 8th. Mm-hmm. And then Gino and I actually booked our two-week, 15-day um, trip to Italy. Oh, fun. I know. I think I'm going to get there and cry. Because that's the only country that I've ever really wanted to visit. Like, yeah. I've traveled a lot, but I held it off until I could take, like, an ex- like a good amount of time off to go to Italy. Yeah, I need to redo it- Italy. Because when I went, I went for a wedding, and I went to, like, one little small place. Mm-hmm. And I hated the food. And I was so mm-hmm. excited about the food. Yeah. But I also think maybe, like, my taste buds are, like, what we think is, like, authentic Italian uh, yeah, food is not, that, yeah. you know? Um, well, I'll let you know. I'm yeah, really let excited. me know. So that's, we did that this week. And then, um, oh, my God. So, you know, these... Sorry for guys that are listening. These are, you know, my natural nails. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're long and pretty. Three of them are now broken. I broke a third one this week. And you need to start doing press-ons. No, but these are my real nails. I know, but... Oh, I'm okay. trying to, like, keep my nails. I was doing that for a long time. Like, and they I ha- kept breaking. We have good nails, yeah. yeah. I mean, after Ayla, my nails were definitely weaker, but I... Like, Drea put me on to press-ons. Mm-hmm. Love your nails, by the way. Show them your nails. Yeah, by fabulous. the way, the brand nails on... um. Right here in the valley. <laughs> on Ventura. Drea's, that's Drea's salon. That's, they look, yeah. they look they amazing. They literally life-changing. Mm-hmm. And you get a full set every time you go. Oh, okay. I'm, like, obsessed with them. Yeah, I, you know, I, this is what I realized. I was like, okay, well, maybe I need to, like, just deal with it, get a few fake nails. No, today when I was coming here and I had to put money in the meter, which yeah. let me tell you what happened. I realized I need to cut my nails. I put my card in the meter. I got meter. stuck. I got stuck. It's happened to me. Okay. All. Yes. It's but, so embarrassing. One time so I had this random guy. I said, that's what I Excuse did. Excuse me. Yeah. Can you pull my <laughs> card out? Like that's what I did today. Because usually I have tweezers in the car and yeah. I'll get it out with tweezers. And I didn't have my tweezers, so this guy was. No one was on the street, bitch, because it's raining. And you're like, so I'm standing there, I'm calling card. Nina. She's not answering. She would have helped anyway. Her nails are longer than mine. And <laughs> finally, like after five minutes of me standing there looking, this guy's across the street. He's like, "Excuse me, can you help me?" I know. He's like, "What?" And I was like. Can you pull my card out? He's like, you're wild. And I was like, <laughs> so he pulls it out. And I was like, wait, wait, I still need you. Can you reinsert it? Right. That's hilarious. Yeah, so that's my nail catastrophe this week. Um, what else happened? Oh, I think we talked about this. How, like, you guys, my boyfriend's in the music industry, okay? And he has, like, late sessions in the studios. And I yeah. expressed that. I was like, I don't think I'm a studio bitch. Like, I don't think I can be in the no, studio. No, we're not. No. And so I went again this past weekend with him because yeah. he was like, just come with me after it. And I was like, I'm just going to go home. Like, just come back after. He's like, no, just it's going to be really quick. We were there for, like, five hours. Oh, no. It was between 2 o'clock in the morning. And at that point, I was like, I am not a studio bitch. No. I cannot contribute anything to this session. Also, like... What am I doing here? <laughs> like, yeah. I need to take my happiness. No, home. every time I hear stories or I know girls, is just they're like, yeah, we're going to go to the studio. I'm like, they think it's so cute and to go to the what? studio and just waste your time. Like, I'm shit to do. <laughs> we're also older, so yeah. it's just so, it's different. You yeah. know, like, people are in different stages of their lives. Mm-hmm. So, like, me, no. no. I will never sit in a studio. I, like, think I've, I think I, babe, I think I've reached my studio capacity this time. You so. could go drop them off food once in yes, a while, pop in. Maybe I just order some Postmates for you. I don't yeah. know. I will definitely pop in, girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> 
good. Pop Do a pop ups every now and then. Which <laughs> yeah. We love a pop up. Yeah, we love a pop. No, we don't like getting popped up on, but we love a pop up. Yeah, don't pop up. <laughs> don't pop up. Um, that's what else happened. Oh, one last thing. So listen to this podcast about mm-hmm. how you should like Jim Quick. He talks about like challenging yourself first thing in the morning when you yeah. wake up. And one of the things he does is brushes his teeth with his left hand because that's not his dominant hand, and that kind of wakes up your brain to like wor- work, you know? Because you know how usually when you're brushing your teeth every morning the same way, you're not like it's just like kind of like routine to you. You know yeah, what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. So I tried it. I started waking up and brushing my teeth with my left hand. And guys, it really does activate your brain to do some work. Like first thing in the morning, it's like training your brain to work. And it really like took a lot out of me to brush my teeth with the I'm, opposite I'm trying hand. To, I'm sitting here trying to think what what do I – because I'm left-handed, but I do a lot of stuff with my right, right hand. Yeah. And I'm like, what do I use to – Okay. There's lots of things that it's basically way that he, what he's basically saying is the first thing that you do when you wake up is you should challenge your brain. So do things that you don't usually do so that like your brain is awake and alert. So I that was one of my first things. I'm definitely going to try that. This yeah. is why I like to have smart friends because yes. hello like <laughs> Thank you. I want to so challenge sweet. my brain. <laughs> You're so funny. Okay, so that's it for me. Anything else you want to share about this past um, week? Um no, and then I went to Miami. Yeah. And I didn't really see Miami this time. I was just kind of, I was, I think I was tired from mm-hmm. Jamaica. Yeah. And I took Ayla, uh, my baby, and my mom. So we just hung out mostly at the house and just, mm-hmm. it was nice. Yeah, the relaxing. It was so relaxing. And then I landed at like one o'clock on um, Tuesday. And then Wednesday morning, I had all, I had all these like, um, the toilet was like, not flushing oh. so they woke me up at like eight they're like the toilet's not flushing oh I'm the like, salon the salon oh, yeah. yeah so i came to here i'm like oh i'm back what are you a plumber back to, <laughs> back to life the thing is these girls like panic over everything yeah. and then you have to come in and you know what i mean yeah. just like overlook it or else it just goes crazy it's a lot owning a business it's a lot girl it's a lot my phone never stops like sometimes i literally have to just like put it on do not disturb mm-hmm. because i feel so like guilty if I'm home and I'm still working yeah, you know like course. I have to disconnect and I'm just like I'll come back to my phone and I have so many messages I'm like oh this is just crazy yeah. like but what is that saying that says like you can't like when you ask God to like put a lot on your plate and then you can't hold you know what it's like yeah, what is that saying I don't know what it is you can't like complain about having too much on your plate when the goal was to eat it yeah, was it's exactly. something like that mm, that's basically. Fab. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. So I, like, try to keep that in my head. Like, you know what? Be grateful. Like, and deal with it. And that's it. I love that. Okay. All right. So that's it for BTS. Now we're going to move on to our talk-worthy segment. We're not going to talk about too much this week because I think it's just nothing really new has happened. It's kind of been, like, repetitive things that we've already talked about, like, just kind of developing stories. Um, A few things that I do want to say is, first of all, Bradley Cooper got robbed at the Oscars. I think A Star is Born was a fucking fabulous movie, and he was should have won Best Actor. I don't care what anyone says. He was amazing. Have you seen A Star is Born? Yes. Wasn't he amazing? He was amazing. Did I you love know? him. Did you, me too. Did you I, know everything he filmed, was all the performances were live? He sang live. That's why I thought it was fucked up that he didn't win. He sang He live. is amazing. He's amazing. He's literally amazing. Yeah. So he got robbed. Yeah, he did get robbed. Yeah. Anyway. So and another thing this week. Robert Kraft, the owner of The Patriots, um, well, he kind of got charged with two misdemeanors and because he was caught getting oral, I guess, receiving oral at a salon and he paid for it. It's basically prostitution, so it's illegal. He might be facing a blowjob. A blowjob. <laughs> he may, he's basically facing almost a year, maybe a year of jail time, a fine. Um, 
Listen, was it good? It wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't worth, it, it, worth it, it, though. Was it worth it, though? You know, Probably was. Like, it's funny and we're joking about it. But, like, if we think about it really, this was, like, human trafficking. Because these yeah. people are, basically, like, these girls are working out at the salon. Somebody is really getting the money for this. They're getting a cut for sure. But it's human trafficking. Somebody's trafficking these girls, like, to do this. That's crazy. This is awful. No, it's And disgusting. he's basically supporting these people because he's going into these salons and he's receiving the service and he's paying for it and it's at the expense of these girls. Look, I get it. It's one thing. It's like my body. I can do what I want with it. I get it. But like once we open that can of worms about like that concept, it's like these people who are are getting taken taken advantage of. No, for sure. And it's like also was a blowjob worth jail time? I don't know. Another thing, the Momo challenge. So I know that that, I don't, you remember that thing that was going on viral? Yeah, I posted it on my. I don't know if it's real or fake. I think it might be a hoax. Well, like, no, some kids knew. What it was. What it was. That's scary. Which is so scary. It's scary because my friend's kids are always watching YouTube with headphones on, like when we're at restaurants and stuff, because obviously like they need to be distracted. Ayla watches it 24-7. Exactly. And I, like I've literally just even, but it's so weird. I saw that, but prior to that, I had, I had told myself like, Every we're so stuck on our phones, mm-hmm. and I don't want her already to be so stuck with a with a little device, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm like, I need to make more of an effort to do things with her during the day, so where she's busy enough to not need that laptop exactly. and to just because they should really only be on a tablet for like two hours at the most, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes I think parents that's like their easy outlet. For sure. So we're like, here you go, like yeah. here's the here's the iPad because I know I've done it multiple times yeah. where like I have to work and I'm like Ayla here yeah. and she'll be stuck on that iPad for like four or five hours. I'm like. Like this, especially after that whole Momo thing, I'm like, no, yeah. like, mm-mm. there's also YouTube Kids, which I didn't know. Oh, um, that you can download the app. I had the regular YouTube, right. and sometimes Ayla will go. She's really into um, watching these like Philippines, um, this Philippine show, mm-hmm. and she, and it's like I can't even understand what they're saying, and she is really into, into like it. I'll change it, and she'll go back well, and but, find it, yeah. like, and so, anyways, um, this other mother DM me on Instagram. The, the beauty of Instagram and <laughs> getting advice from other mothers. I love and she's like, did you know there's a YouTube app kid, which I had no idea. Mm. So everything on that app is just kid-friendly and stuff. Nice. So I got that for Hopefully her this Momo week. Hopefully Momo stays away from that. Yeah, but it's like, come on, YouTube. Like... But they're saying they don't know anything about it. They didn't see it. They don't. They said they would have taken it down. I, we, we never know. We would never know because it could, probably could happen so quick that, like, YouTube might not even know. Yeah. I mean, that's just scary. Like, how are you 100%. just popping in, like... Because yeah. it supposedly interrupts, like, your kid's uh, show, and it weird. just pops up. It's like a virus. Yeah, it's a virus. Good point. Jeez. Okay. Um, the last thing I want to talk about, Michael Cohen, who is Trump's ex-attorney, is now basically turning on him, right? He's, uh, let's just, for the sake of this, he's ratting him out, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and... I'm not going to go into all of that. You guys can, you, if you watched the statement, if you watched the questioning, you can make your own conclusions. What I want to talk about is like, would you rat would me you out? Would you rat? And you everyone, rat me out? everyone is ratting. <laughs> like, it's Takashi's ratting, supposedly. Um, people are ratting to save their ass. And I thought about this. Like, would I rat someone out to avoid jail time? And I think my answer is, what type of life am I trying to live afterwards? Okay? So, yeah. do you rat out people that are close to you, like, like, had nothing to do with your situation? Probably not. I wouldn't rat out my close friends. I think... I don't know. I think it also depends on, like... Your situation. Yeah. You got a kid. You got a kid, like... So, Takashi's ratting. You think that's okay? Because he has a kid. You know? It's like... I don't know. It's such a tricky situation. But are you ratting out shitty people? Because, like, 
I'd probably rat out Donald Trump. I would probably rat out shitty people for sure. Yeah. I'm not doing jail time for, for you. you. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. For what? you. Yeah. No. Joe is not for us. No, it's not. No. 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 I'm never going back. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> Locked up. They won't let me yeah. out. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, um, for those of you who are part of the YouTube audience, you might be confused as to why I'm on this side, you know, because usually I'm on that side. Well, listen, listen. I told her, we always, first of all, we're friends, so when we take pictures, everything, it's always like a whose side, like, we have the same good side. Yeah. So that's, like, such a struggle, you know? Mm -hmm. But I told her, like, this is her show. Mm -hmm. I am her guest, and she has every week to look good for you guys. I only have one shot, so. (sighs) My eyes are rolled so far back behind my head, podcast audience. okay. She'll live. She still looks beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, So anyway, she looks fabulous. I look fine. Um, We're going to move on to the last segment, which is the dropping gems segment of the podcast. And the topic this week is, can women have it all? Hmm. So this is something that I've always wanted to talk about. And it kind of just made its way back around when Mm -hmm. Michelle Obama went on her book tour. And she basically said that she does not believe that women can have it all, at least not at the same time. Oh, my God. I was literally going to say that. And I haven't – I've been wanting to read her book, and I haven't – You have to read it. I'm going to get into it. You have to read Um, it. But I literally was going to say that. First, I feel like can you have it all depends on your perspective of all. Exactly. So for for the topic, for the sake of this – podcast we're gonna define all as kind of like what society sees as all okay so So it's like having the career career marriage marriage, the the babies looking good being in shape looking good having a social life basically be cooking up a storm so that's what we're gonna define as all right what society thinks is all for me i think um and we're gonna get deeper into it but i I do want to say i think the problem with this concept is that it puts unrealistic expectations on women and pressures on women okay Mm -hmm. and not necessarily men you know and even though we're kind of like way way far and have progressed so much from the days that like women couldn't vote i think gender roles are still very much real we're never asking men to have it all we're not and they're not expected to so i think like if you if you as a woman think that you need to have it all then you're already cutting yourself short 100 percent um because you're, you're setting yourself up to fail basically so that that's kind of my take on it but i do want to get into a few questions because i think that it's kind of important to hear what like sacrifices you have to make to m- maybe have it all or have some or have you know whatever 100%. your perspective is uh, and by the way sorry guys for the lack of optimism uh, <laughs> i know that we're not being very optimistic about this con- uh, concept but i just i just really don't want people to you know set themselves up for failure and just think that they need to withstand these expectations because i don't think it's realistic um but i think scrolling through instagram you see all of these girls who women mm-hmm. who have what you would think is all, right? If we're talking about societal standards, would have all. But I don't think we know. I mean, I feel what's like I, I, closed doors. I feel like and I you, get that all the yes. time. I feel like I get messages like, um, you know, I like I get a lot of I, I I get a lot of like positive messages and a lot of messages like you really inspire me. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I like you have it all. Like, and I definitely do not have it all. I'm, I definitely fall short in a lot of aspects and a lot of areas. Um, I feel like, you know, I try to like give every aspect my 100%, but you're not going to give every aspect your 100%. Your 100%. Like, um, 
you're going to come short in in uh-huh. one aspect of your life, mm-hmm. whether it, it, you know, like people sometimes who are in relationships that give it their 100% are probably giving their work life 50%. For sure. You know what I mean? You're not going to give everything 100%. So definitely don't have it all, all the time. Oh, yeah. Like you have, you have 100% sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Do you feel the pressure to have it all? I feel the pressure to be good at every role that I am. Like, uh-huh. I feel like the pressure to be an amazing mother. I feel the pressure to be an amazing businesswoman and not fail. I feel the pressure to be an amazing wife. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel that pressure. Where do you think that pressure comes from? Society. Society. And your expectations. It's like, when you have a... When, I always say, like, when you have a baby and that baby comes out, guilt is put in you. Automatically. Automatically. Wow. So you're, you're giving birth. You're giving birth and, you're and then something else. Again with yeah, guilt. Because, oh my God. Wow. because prior to me having a baby, um, you know, luckily my partner um, was, I said luckily, like luckily I was in a long distance. So, <laughs> but I liked being in a long distance relationship because I'm such a workaholic that like the first two years of me doing lashes, I literally, I didn't have a life. I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't mm-hmm. go anywhere. Like I literally would just grind, grind, grind. And it helped me because I, I didn't have any other thing to worry about or mm-hmm. I didn't have to get home, you know, to see my baby or I didn't, you know, so that helped me. But the minute that I had my baby and I had, you know, now my husband here, it was all, it kind of all hit me at the same time. It's like he moved here when I was five months pregnant. Then I had my baby, which I was already, I was already so like overwhelmed with um, the expectations of being a mother and being a good mother. Like mm-hmm. anything I, I put myself in or I had, you know, I want to be the best at. And I think, I was, like, reading books on, like, how to be a good mother. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I didn't, like, you don't know. Like, first of all, every baby's so different, and you just don't. Being a mother, it's, like, one of those things that, like, you you will never know what kind of mother you're going to be, what kind of baby you're going to get until you're doing it, you know, until you're, um... You're in the process until of it. Until you're in the, the baby, process you're of it. The kid. Yeah, yeah. You just, yeah. And you still don't know. And you still don't know. Yeah. yeah and it changes every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. And so, you know, when I had the baby and now I have the, I have this husband here, I have this baby here, and now I'm like, okay, my now I'm like, okay, now I can't give my work 100%. Uh-huh. And that is frightening to me because I'm like, oh, my God, is it going to fail now? Right. Is it going to, you know, and it, it, it it's a lot. So you think it's society? It's society, uh-huh. 100%. For me, I think society, but also I think a lot of my pressures come from my culture. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm Armenian, and in our, the Armenian culture, especially when you're an immigrant or, you know, you are in America because you you need to get your education and you need to find a career, one that's kind of like makes you a lot of money, mm-hmm. and then you need to get married and you need to have kids and you need to be cooking up a fucking storm, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, this is your life. That's all. That That's what all means. Not mm-hmm. like having a crazy social life, not that, but that's what all means for, like, the Armenian culture, I think. Yeah. Um, and... I feel that pressure because I do have a career, but I also have my passion, that which is this. Mm-hmm. And I have been in a long, like a, a long term relationship, but I'm not married, and I'm in my late twenties. I don't have yeah. a child. I don't own property, and my constant pressure is cultural. Cultural, yeah. You know, and and it's just kind of like, well, it's not necessarily for my parents, but you know, you get it that is for feel. you, yeah. But you, it is like for me personally too. Um, you know, we're we're daddy's girls. Like mm-hmm. we're very. Um, I was very influenced by my dad growing up and um I had to ha- I had like I couldn't have a baby without being married like mm-hmm. and that was because most of my culture does have babies without being married and you know most Hispanic girls at 15 16 like they're already having kids and you know um I wanted to I wanted to 
to make my dad proud and feel like, okay, no, I'm mm-hmm. going to get married. I'm going to do it the right way. And it's because I thought that was the right way. You know, now yeah. I'm older and I think, is that necessarily the right way? No, maybe I would have done it differently, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, I hear you. Like you, you do, you do things thinking like, because this is the way my parents mm-hmm. t- told me to do it. Or yeah. this is the way my parents would be proud of me. Yeah. So the pressure comes in all different ways. Sometimes yeah. it can come from your partner. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I don't know about your situation, but I, I'm fortunate enough to have a partner that I don't think I feel that pressure with. You know, I think if I would have married into like a traditional um, Armenian family, maybe it would have been a situation where you need to stay at home, uh, but also like go back to work after the kids are a certain age. You need to be a good mother. You need to do all of these things. And I don't have that kind of pressure. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen when me and him get engaged and get married. But at the moment, from what I know about him, I don't, you know, I'm fortunate enough to know that I don't think I'll have that kind of pressure to have it all at once. And that's also really important. I feel like I, I struggled with that a bit. I feel like, um, I feel like staff was used to, um, you know, having his mom, like, he grew up with his mom, so I feel like that also played a big role where he's used to having a woman there that'll mm-hmm. cook for you all the time, that'll clean, that'll do all of that, that'll be more domestic, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I'm definitely not that person. Right. Um, but when I, had the, when I had the baby, I feel like he maybe thought, okay, now that she's had the baby, she's going to do more of she's those. She's going to play into that role. Yeah, and I was more eager to get back to work. Mm. I was like, okay, like, I, he had asked me, how long are you going to take off of work? And I said, a month. And he said, you can't take a month off of work. And I was like, yes, I cannot take more time off of work. Like, yeah. I have to go back to work, you know? And, um, and yeah, I think I definitely felt like, and I've, 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 had moments where I've had feel like, okay, well, Tam, like, am I not a good mom because I don't go home and I cook for my baby every day, Mm -hmm. you know? Or, like, I I have had those moments where, you know, it's because I might feel like he might feel like that, Mm -hmm. you know? So it makes me feel like, it makes me feel shitty. And I'm yeah. like, okay, like I need to, you know, and then I'm, and then I'm trying to stretch myself. Like, let me go home stretch and let me, you know, far, let me, yeah. and then it's just, it, it just becomes so overwhelming where like now I'm at a good place in my life where I'm like, okay, I, my, I need to be a good mother and a happy mother. And, you know, Ayla will grow up and will know that all my hard work is for her, Yeah, you know? And it's like, if she, my mom couldn't make me dinner on, you know, last week, it was because she was working overtime to make sure that I have a nice roof over yeah. my head, that I have, you know, this, I have that. Um, so, yeah. So I think it's like, it, it, we get all these pressures, but then it's, it's like, it's being realistic with yourself and, mm-hmm. and knowing like, Prioritizing. okay. Prioritizing. Yeah. And having a balance. Like you mm-hmm. have to have a balance in everything. And sometimes I feel like most moms as well, like some people have a baby and they just totally forget about themselves. And that was, I always swore mm-hmm. to myself, like, I'm never going to be that person. Yeah. I'm going to always like maintain myself. Like I'm going to like, you know, people lose it. People, you look at someone, you're like, damn, what happened yeah. to her? Like, mm-hmm. and I was like, shit, people lose it after high school. So <laughs> I was like, the, like, I refuse. Yeah. Like, no, because then it's not who you are. I think that like, if you like, and I would be depressed. Ways, would, I would yes, be so it, depressed. It, you would just like, be a different I person. like to get my nails done. I like yeah. to get my hair done. I like to look good. I like to like, d- like, you know, not saying like, that's like, Sometimes I'm like, is that shallow? That yeah. like, but no, that's what makes me feel good. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a, it's a, my maintenance is important. Yeah, to me. for sure. Self care. Yeah, self care. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Shonda Rhimes, she said this quote, and I thought it was fucking fabulous. She said, "Whenever you see me somewhere succeeding in one area of my life, that almost certainly means I'm failing in another area of my 100%. life." Hundred um, percent. So I want to ask you. You know, you shared a lot of this, but. 
specifically, what suffered the most due to your success, do you think? Um, I think my marriage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think... You know, I think it takes a certain type of um, individual to be with um, a woman who's successful. And I think mm-hmm. most men will put out there, like, especially this generation, like, yeah. I don't want someone who's just pretty and doesn't do anything and right. blah, blah, blah. But, but, when, but, you also, but when you get it. You also don't want someone more successful than you. Yeah, Because exactly. that takes a lot on a man's ego. For sure. And, um, you know, I think, I think because I'm so into my work mm-hmm. and into my business and I'm so I'm honestly I'm just scared of like a failing of yeah. like my business failing um because most businesses don't succeed yeah you know um and so I, I like I'm trying so hard to you know to stay on top of the water to mm-hmm. you know keep swimming that I'm like I don't want to drown yeah that I I neglected a lot of like my partner and mm-hmm. I um yeah I was I was scared of failing so um you know I feel like I feel like my, I, I didn't give my all to, like, my partner, my marriage, my home, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, that was the question? Yeah, what suffered the most? Yeah, that, yeah, I think that's what suffered the most, my partner. You know, and this is this kind of goes to show that, like, one, you, I don't, I don't know if you can have it all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I don't, I don't and, know. And you, you were doing all, of, you were doing all of it as much as you can. But when you do that, like you, you can't do it well. No, you can't. At some well. point, and I will struggles. say also for like, um, you know, for I have been lucky enough to have someone who, you know, as much as he would maybe sometimes he might in ways not not personally tell me, but like I said, like in ways like I don't like go home and cook every day or something. Yeah. And I, you know, and I and I know like that like would guilt me. Mm-hmm. Um I I have been lucky enough to have someone who does help me a lot and is supportive. Like mm-hmm. if I if I'm like, hey staff, like I I you know I really I don't have anybody else to watch the baby or like, you know, granted for the most part my mom watches my baby, mm-hmm. but he is an amazing dad will like he will help me and he is supportive as much as he can, mm-hmm. you know? And I will say that that also plays a role in everything, in my success and everything because if I didn't have them too, they're my support system. If I didn't have them, right. then how would I be able... I don't know how single mothers do it. Yeah. I really don't. And I'm like... And I, I really, really feel for single mothers. I'm like, how do they How do they do that? Like, yeah. And I also think like, oh my God, if I had to leave my baby with a stranger, like luckily I'm, yeah, like I'm in a position and I'm so mm-hmm. grateful, you know, and I thank God every day that I'm able to... I was able to tell my mom like, you know, you don't have to work anymore. I could take care of you and you take care of my baby. Yeah. Like, like, that yeah. is your job, you know? And, I like, I I thank God every day that I'm in this position to be able to do that. But, yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. I think it's so important for people to hear because I do think that, like, when people look at your Instagram, they can feel a sense of, like, oh, man, I, I you don't have half of what she has or I don't have this. Yeah. Or, look, how, how is her life so perfect? And, you know, but we all struggle in different yeah, ways. Yeah, and nothing is perfect. Nothing every is Like, perfect. literally, you, I'm working at an aspect of my life every single day, you know? And it it obviously helps when you do have that support and a team. Mm -hmm. And luckily I do, and I'm working 
You know, I'm trying to. I literally just signed up for like a, a cooking class. Oh my god! Why did you sound a bitch? I would have went with you. I know because I do. <laughs> I do want like I know how to make like four good dishes. Yeah. Like I mean, but you want to broaden your. They horizons. probably think I don't cook ever. I yeah. cook if I have time. I will make a dish yeah. or something. You I've know, seen you cook for your, but for Ayla. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've cooked for, for you. Me, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but like, would I like to be more of like a cook or like you know make yeah. my baby more dinners? Have yes. a bigger menu. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you know. So I'm I'm working. I'm working on. You know, trying to better that. Um. But I think it's all about priority because, you know, we're talking about like having it all maybe not at the same time, which I think is possible if you prioritize. Like at this aspect of my life, I'm going to just work hard, grind and dedicate everything to my business. And then when you have your business off the ground, you're still tapping in. But also like you're focusing on like your daughter and her health and her well-being, learning how to cook. So it's like you're kind of tapping into different things, but you're able to prioritize a little better. hundred percent. So I think that's important. Yeah. I don't have any kids. Obviously, I have two dogs, which are kind of like children um in a way i wanted to start with dogs and then i got ayla yeah so. yeah um so i can't even you know there's only so much i can speak on on, on this topic i don't yeah. know what it's gonna do to me when i do have to uh you know just be at home as a, as a wife and then eventually as a mother and yeah. it's like where does your energy go so i guess i'll tackle that when i get there but yeah you and know, some days it's so overwhelming like there's I can't, some yeah I can't there's imagine. some days where i literally <clears throat> will be driving and I will just cry. Like, I will literally, and not because I'm like, oh my God, my life is like, you know, just because I'm like... It's a lot. Am I, like... Am I gonna make it? Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like, am I gonna like keep con- like like sometimes I I have moments where I wake up and I'm like I like I'm doing good. Like sometimes I'm really hard on myself. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so f- I'm like further now from my goals than I thought I was ever like mm. and then and then I sit there and sometimes like I'll tell you know like I, I staff is like who I really like vent to every day or like I'll say things and he'll he'll look at me he'll be like what are you talking about like mm-hmm. you're comfortable you're and I'm like no like I'm not like I'm you know and like and I'll have these moments in my life that I'm like oh my god like because of Ayla yeah. if I didn't have Ayla I would feel like I'm chilling yeah. like you know you just feel, because of her yeah. I feel like I start to think, like, my mind starts to go, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, I have to, she's she's about to be two, like, mm-hmm. okay, when she's, like, maybe three, I, I, four, I start putting her in, like, a private school or something. I didn't go to private school. I went to public school. Yeah. My parents never paid, like, we didn't have money, you know, or anything to pay for, like, pr- private school. These private schools are, like, two to three thousand an extra month or whatever, yeah. you know, and I'm like, okay, like, I start to think, like, okay, then I have to think about her college already. Like, I have, and I, and I start to get all these, I start to get anxiety. Of course, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I need to get, I need to invest in another business. I need to, and I just start to feel like, oh it's my like, God. go, go, go. You just have to figure it yeah, out. Yeah. And then I get so overwhelmed and I'm just yeah. like, and then I start to feel guilty that mm. I'm spending so much time into other things and not my baby. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I, and then I literally have moments where I'm like, like, if I leave early at like nine, it's already, she's so, she's such a mommy's girl. So it's already like, I have to hide or something so she doesn't stay crying. Okay, so yeah. that already is like, yeah, I keep, my yeah, baby, you know? Leaving, yeah. And then oh sometimes I get home, I'm working all day. Sometimes I get home, she's already in bed. She's already asleep. So I'm like, Ugh. I didn't even get to see her. Bef- and then I start to feel disconnected. Mm-hmm. And, then I, and then that guilt really starts to like mess with me. Mm-hmm. And like, I, like, there was a moment where I was feeling so guilty that I'm like, and then I started to feel like she's going to be, she's going to love my mom more because she spends more time with my mom. Yeah. And then that, I'm going to get emotional because it oh. just, because she just makes me so yeah. emotional. <laughs> um, and then I picked up a book called um, Lean In. Okay. Oh, yes. I know that um, book. I, and, yes. and, you know, she talks about um, 
about guilt and about, you know, why men succeed so much more and because men don't have, you know, the same feelings that we have as a mother. I was just going to ask you. I said, you, I was going to say, do you think men ha- feel the same guilt? They don't. Yeah. They don't. That's why men succeed so much yeah. more, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And, and, and then I, you know, I, I literally, I, I have to literally talk to myself and I'm like, you know what? Like you're doing all of this for her. Mm-hmm. She's going to grow up and she's going to be like you. And that's what you want. Like yeah. you want you. I want her to be to admire me and be like like her mom. Yeah. Like you know, and um, yeah. Like those are battles that I feel like most moms might deal with, and, mo- and probably for most moms, it's probably even harder when you you know when you're leaving your baby at a daycare and then going to work all day. Yeah, and then you're worrying so much more all yeah, day. Yeah, like luckily, if I, yeah, and luckily if I if my mom for some reason has to do anything, whatever, like I bring her to the shop. Yeah. Everybody who works for me has to be kid-friendly. Like they <laughs> love my baby. Like the receptionist sometimes will watch her. If I have to do a client here, whatever, I have toys for her in my office and I'm like blessed enough to be able to have this type of situation, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, because if you were going to an office or you had to, you know, it would be different. Yeah, hundred percent. And then if I also make it a priority. Around, yeah. If I get home, I put my I put my phone on do not disturb. I give her her time. Yeah. There's days where if I work four days in a row, I'm like the next two days are just for Ayla. Like I'm literally disconnecting. Yeah. Like and I just make sure. Like I just took on like this trip was just so nice because yeah. it was just me and her. I didn't even All have Wi Fi in Jamaica, and uh. now like I love that. I would just check it when I went back to the villa. But like during the day, it was just like our moments, yeah. you know, and I was like, this is so nice. This is so beautiful. Like, I love this. Oh, so, you're yeah. like glowing and like crying and like happy yeah, and like sad she, all Because I, I literally, it. I remember like when I was pregnant and I was like, I didn't, I didn't even really think I wanted a baby then. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not ready. Like, and I just felt like I'm not ready because I don't have the house that I want. I don't, I'm mm-hmm. not ready because, you know, and I, I like, there was just all these reasons why I wasn't ready. And I, like, you just, you're never you're ready. You're never ready, yeah. It just, you get ready mm-hmm. when the baby comes yeah, and just, then you just it's something clicks yeah and my mom used to always tell me that like my mom is like probably like I admire my mom so much like my mom had my brother and her sister in El Salvador and then she came here first and left her babies over there mm-hmm. and I, I always think like how could you leave your babies over there you know and mm-hmm. then she found a way to bring her babies here as immigrants yeah and then she worked, you know, she worked her entire life and then she met my dad and m- me and my siblings were like 13, 13 and 10 years apart. So there's a big age gap. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when my dad, when she met my dad, my dad um, was like, okay, you're not going to work anymore. Like, I'm going to take care of you. My dad's really like a man's mm-hmm. man. I love your dad. Yeah. Like he wants to just do yeah. it all. And, um, and you know, I saw that as well. I saw how that also, like, affected her. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom always wanted to work. And my dad yeah. would be like, no, 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 you can't work. And, you know, and it's it's so funny because my dad wouldn't let my mom work, but... He sent you out at 15? <laughs> but he made he instilled it in me in to you, make yeah. sure to tell me, like... I remember this little boy gave me a watch when I was, like, in 6th, 7th grade. And I went home, and it was, like, a cute Winnie the Pooh watch. Uh-huh. I'll never forget this watch, okay? Yeah, girl, you had him like that. Yeah. The foods is great. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was like, okay, that's cute. And I went home and I remember I told my dad, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, this, my friend bought me a, a, a watch, mm-hmm. right? And he, my dad was like, you go and you give that back to him tomorrow. Oh. And I'm like, but why? I like the watch. He's like, no, you give it back to him tomorrow. He's like, when, he said, you tell him your dad will buy you a watch. And he, wow. I remember he told me that. Anytime a guy gives you something or he said they they feel like they own you, okay? Mm-hmm. He said, and you don't, you always want to make sure that you get your own stuff. You have a dad that your dad will get your own stuff. So I went the next day and I gave the little boy the watch. And I literally remember that I was, I like till this day, it makes me uncomfortable if 
a guy pays for anything. If like I'm very like I have prideful, feeling, and yeah. I'm very like no, because my dad drilled it in me. Like no, I'm always gonna have my own money. Yeah. Like I'm never gonna be one of those people who like you know my mom. If she wanted to buy something, she'd have to ask my dad. Like oh, can you give me money because I wanna you know? And that's exactly why I got a job when I was 15 because my dad. My dad used to give me like. My dad used to give me like probably like ten dollars a day or something like mm-hmm. that for like my lunch or whatever. Which I would, is a lot. Which actually, is a lot, yeah. At that time, yeah. <clears throat> and I was in high school, I remember, and I used to save my money. Mm-hmm. So I've always been into like clothes and shoes and whatever. But I remember like I used to save my money and I used to go, I wouldn't eat. I would save my money <laughs> and I would literally go get bands and yeah. like whatever. <laughs> But I was like, no, like I want to have my own money. So I want I, more vans. So yeah, like I want to, I want to, I want to not ask my dad yeah. for ten dollars. Like you know, so I literally kissed the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so he drilled it in me, and so it, I just thought it was so funny. He wouldn't let my mom work, but he drilled it in my head that mm-hmm. like his daughter always had to have her own money and not rely on men. Mm. And so that concept is just yeah. So. Yeah. I always make your own money, girls. Yeah. Look, if you have the opportunity, if you have the ability, if you're stable, healthy, you have two hands and two two arms and two legs, yeah. go and work. I really do believe that if you, if you have the ability. So, wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. I do want to say one more thing. Oh, I know go I ahead. talk a lot. I love, I love this so much. You're taking so much pressure off of me. <laughs> no, I want to say that, like, because I do have some friends who don't work and yeah. hold it down. And, you know, like, and I, like I was but saying. But that is a job. Yes, exactly. Stay and at I was, home moms is a job. And I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like I said earlier, like, I have a support system and I have, you know, staff's been really helpful in mm-hmm. my career as well. Um it all plays a role into my success. And that's the same. Sometimes you look at certain men and you're like, oh, his wife doesn't do anything or Mm -hmm. his, you know, but like her taking care of the kids is a full-time job. Her taking care of the house, her cooking, like that all gets, all, you know, plays a role. And there's not many people that will like that seat. Yeah. Or will be okay with taking that position and to being labeled like, well, they don't have any, they don't do anything. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, no, they run the life. They literally, yeah, they keep it together. They're, They're the, the glue. Yes. Yeah. They're the glue. Yeah. And that is a job. And it's probably, to be honest with you, sometimes it can be a harder job. It is never ending. It is exhausting. Yeah. And I exhausting. feel like sometimes, like, I feel like people forget that. Like, the guys, like, yeah. they forget that and they'll, like, down talk them or they, like, you know. And, like, they have to remember that it doesn't, you're not, like, they're playing a major role in your, in life. your life. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give uh, women who are, striving to maybe meet the societal norms of like having it all stop trying to exactly meet right don't the, yeah mm-mm. you i've realized that the older i've got i've gotten before i i think i was so um i used to care so much like <clears throat> i wanted i don't even like like i wanted everyone to i feel like i feel like you sometimes you put out certain things especially on social media Let's be real. Everybody just puts out either a pretty picture. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody puts out their ugly flaws. Like, I'm yeah. not going to put out my my dirty freaking laundry yeah. on there, you yeah. know? I'm at now, I, now I'm at a point where, like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care what people think. I don't care for them to know too much of my private life. Mm-hmm. I don't um, – I post – taking stuff, single stuff. I put, Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and people are so probably so confused, like mm-hmm. – you know, but I just don't, I'm like, I, I'm at a point in my life where all that matters to me is me being happy. Yeah. My daughter being happy. Um, the people who I love and in my life to be happy. Mm-hmm. My friends know who I am, mm-hmm. you know, and like, that's, 
That's what's important. So yeah. I feel like if you're trying to, you know, Please be, everyone. yeah, or be the perfect mom or be the perfect, you know, or pretend like your relationship is perfect mm -hmm. on the internet because of you want, you know, society to think that it's like your, your, your goal in life and you're like, you're the, pleasing others is the wrong thing. It's you're just seeking the, the validation yeah, of too many like, people. Yeah. And that's just like, it's the wrong angle to yeah. life and you're never going to be happy. Never. You're yeah. never going to be happy. Like the minute you really are just like, okay, I don't give a shit anymore is when you feel like you feel feel like okay yeah I'm me now like yeah. I'm you know I also think that comes with being older mm -hmm. you know like when we're, we're we're younger yeah you we care you, a little more yeah you care about the wrong things yeah the older you get it's like no if I've learned that every year now even more with friends like I don't care to have new friends I don't I the thing is a lot of people too get confused like I know a lot of people because of my industry yeah I work with women you know what I mean yeah but like my best friends are a small group. Yeah. Very, very small group. I know a lot of people, though. Mm -hmm. I speak to a lot of people. I'll go to events with people, but I'm not, like, my my group of friends are, I can count on one hand, like, my group yeah. of best friends, you know? I mean, you had two bridesmaids. So, I had yeah. two bridesmaids. Yes. Like. That's small. Yeah. <laughs> and I also don't like, like, I don't like to share. You, you have to be careful, like, what you share with yes, people. Exactly. Like, people are very envious, mm -hmm. and people, like, don't want you to succeed, and mm -hmm. people are sometimes maybe scared that you might out- you know, succeed. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Hello. Anyone trying to be Iris with friends? She is not looking for new friends. <laughs> <laughs> In case you were wondering. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, the last thing I want to ask you, um, what is, I mean, what is your definition of all? If you, if you had one. I think my definition of all or is, all. my definition of having it all is, I think for me, it's... Yeah, take it away. <laughs> I think for me, it's that uh, I don't know if I... Having it all to me is kind of like, you know, and maybe maybe for some people, they might see this as like a settling thing. But for me, having it all is uh, whatever I have at the moment. Because I feel like what I have right now is my all because God wants this to be my all right now. Mm -hmm. He does not going to give me more than I need or can handle mm -hmm. um, all at once. So whatever I have right now is my all and I just kind of take it in strides and I and I appreciate it and this is my all. Whether it's like I'm healthy right now, um, I have to work, but I'm still doing this or I don't, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I'm in a relationship, that's my all right now. And then when he's, you know, it's time for me to get married and he's like, this is your time to have kids, whatever, that's going to be my all and I'm going to focus on that. You know, I don't I don't want to bite more than I can chew, um, which is something which is really I learn important. as I get older. So yeah. I think right now I'm just kind of like, appreciating what I have now and considering this to be my all and I just I I, I do what I can as much as I can which is how you should myself yeah which is yeah. how you should live and mm -hmm. how you should how it should be yeah which takes a lot of years to get to a point like this as we yeah discussed. yeah 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 and I don't and I don't know I don't I don't feel like I don't feel like I really don't feel like I'm ever gonna have it all yeah you know, what like as much as yeah. as much as I would want to have it all. Everybody wants to have it all. Yeah. Everyone wants the perfect house, the perfect mm -hmm. husband, the perfect. You yeah. know, everybody wants that. I don't. I don't know if that's ever gonna really happen. But um, I'm content. Yeah. With not having it all. Yeah. Which is. I don't want to have it all. Which is so refreshing. Actually. Yeah. Which is refreshing. I just want to be happy. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to have it all. Like every time you get something, it comes with something else. Yes. And that's yeah. another thing I've learned that I'm like. I don't need all of that. Yeah. I don't. I need 
I need my business to keep doing well. Yeah. I need my baby to be healthy and happy. My family. That's it. Yeah. That's all I need. My friends. That's it. Yeah. All right, guys, so if you're um, listening on the podcast app or watching on YouTube, uh, this will also be on my Instagram page. We are doing a contest. If you have never gotten your lashes done and you want a full set, Iris is going to go ahead and provide that service for you. (laughs) Basically, there's a few things that you have to do in order to qualify to win. Um, You have to follow me at Starring Milana. We have to follow the Starlash beauty page which is star underscore lash extensions there we go mine is at starring milana and you have to subscribe to my youtube channel and comment on this episode comment on this episode comment on this episode and then we'll enter those people into a um just a random draw and we're going to pick somebody on thursday march 8th which is international women's day we're going to pick a winner so those are the things that you have to do it's only for the sherman oaks location Mm -hmm, correct only for the sherman oaks location and we will take care of your full service your full lashes. volume, if you want volume. Yeah. Everybody wants volume. Everyone wants volume, yeah. Um, yeah, you're going to get lashed by the best in L.A. Yeah. I say that proudly. Yeah, you guys <laughs> are the best. You're 100% um, the best. And, yeah, so enter to win. Yep. All right. And let them know where they can follow you at. And you can follow my personal page. Um, it's Y-R-I-S Palmer. P-A-L-M-E-R. <laughs> yeah. But people usually, I spell out my name because usually people think, I, when I say Iris, they think it's I-R-I-S. Uh-huh. Thank you for being here. Thank you for You're having so me. so inspirational. Oh my God, thank you. You're one of my, like on my list of most inspirational women. Really? Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah. So thank you for being here. I'm sure everyone is going to love this episode. And um, happy International Women's Day, ladies. This is our month. Let's be good to each other. And can I just say that like... We are, like, evolving more and more, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're for sure smarter than men, okay? <laughs> Hello. Let's just put it out yeah, there. Yeah, let's be clear. Um, and you could really do anything mm. and succeed um, and still be an amazing mother, an amazing wife, all that. You know what? I do want to ask you one thing. Yeah. What, what, what would be, like, a, for you a key to success? Like, what was one thing that, like you really focused on or what really was the reason, not the entire reason, but one of the reasons why you think you are, you are where you are with your business? I think consistency. Uh-huh. I think you have to be very consistent. Mm. And I think there's no shortcuts to success. I know people say that all the time, but usually people are thinking of a quick yes. come up. Get, yes, get rich a quick. A quick mm-hmm. um, scheme. Mm-hmm. Or there, let me tell you something, those quick schemes, those quick anything. And when you're trying to do something not the right way, it's always going to come back in a full circle and you're never going to, you're never going to excel. And you're mm-hmm. like, why am I not moving forward? It's because you're trying to skip the hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think I put my time into it where I literally was just working and, you know, like grinding. And I think hard work will always pay off. Yep. And I think that's like my one um, piece of advice is um, to work hard like that is what will pay off in the end. Mm-hmm. And keep working even if you're not getting the results because consistency is important. Yeah. yeah, and then I will say also, I think a lot of people sometimes are scared to um, hire or have people around them who are smarter than them. Mm, yeah. Um, and I think that, me personally, that is not me. <laughs> I love to have smart people around me, okay? Like in school, I would sit next to the, the really smart person. Um, I... 
I am not afraid to hire people who are smarter than me, better than me. My lash techs now, I'm sorry, they're amazing, yeah. okay? And um, I said, okay. <laughs> okay. And um, I think if you're trying, if you're at that stage of your business where you need to hire a team, don't feel intimidated or feel like, oh, my God, if I hire this person, this person's better at, at doing – that's like me hiring someone to be like, this person's better at doing lashes than I am. Yeah. You want those people on your team. Yeah. Um, and I think that is how your team will grow, you know? And if you if you, if you you don't have, like, the time to, like – because I've met people – actually, I've met this, this lady who um, – She's so good at what she does, but she's at a point in her business where she needs to hire other people to do what she's doing because mm-hmm. she's missing out on a lot of clients, a on lot a lot of, of money, yeah. and she's scared. She's scared that they're going to take her clients. And listen, that does happen. That's it's happened all, to that's me. That's always a concern, yeah. It's happened to me. It will happen. But you know what? Every time something like that has happened to me, God always looks out for me. Yeah. And that's one thing that I've learned that now that I'm like, I, you can't worry about things like that. Like at the end of the day, that's part of growing. Are people going to do stuff like this? A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but you can't be scared. You can't be scared to hire people just because you feel like they're going to do the job better than mm-hmm. you, you know? Because if, if that is the case, then you're meant to do another job. Yeah. You're meant to elevate. Yeah. And so I feel like it was so important for me to say that because I, those were a lot of my fears. Mm. Um, and I feel like my business has been growing and, you know, and, and as it grows, I, I, I handle new challenges and I look at life different. Thank you for sharing. I did not think you were going to share that. I, I love that. Yeah. That is so important because I can see how that can be a, a conflict in some people. hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? People respect you. People like working with you. You have a good aura around you. So if it does happen to you, it's their loss and not yours. You know what I mean? So. Oh, another thing that you just said. Thank you for those compliments. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that you just said. um, A lot of the times, um, I say this all the time, it's it's not about, um, obviously you have to be good at what you do. Right. But a lot of the times as well, it's about your personality Mm -hmm. and who you are as a person. Um, And that plays a big role. Yeah. Um, You know, you could be a shitty person and you could do an amazing job and I know people like that and people might not want to work with you because of who you really are. And, yeah. and people aren't stupid, yeah. you know, and you can feel somebody's energy and you can yeah. and you see and as much as people want to, you know, they could pretend to be another person. At the end of the day, true colors always, always come out, yeah. always come out um, when someone has pure intentions and good, good vibes like you, you know, right away. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that has helped me to succeed a lot. 100%. I feel um I feel like I have genuine connections with people. Um, people, people. I don't know. People like to think that I'm not. Like, people that don't know me, like maybe have assumptions of me. But the minute that they meet me, I'm the most. I will speak to anybody. Mm-hmm. I literally. I mean, we're both like that. We yeah. will literally have a conversation with anybody. I'm very like an open book. That's why a lot of people, a lot of my clients, have you know became my friends or yeah. I have those relationships with them. Um, I don't, I don't, I look at everybody as equal. I think we touched on a lot of things. and yeah, I um, we spoke for a long time. We spoke for a long time. <laughs> and I hope that, you know, the listeners and the viewers got something from it. They they received some sort of message from it. I think they have. I, I mean, I've learned something new. So yeah. that's great. Um, and if you guys want me on the show more, you know, just, oh my God, just yeah. write that I in the comments. so many know, topics because to I... talk about. Don't even, don't even <laughs> get me started. This is fun. Thank yeah. you so much for having yeah. me. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. And I think you're like on the right path to your dreams. Oh, thank you. I feel really aligned. 
Yeah. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Even though I'm on my bad side. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow both of us um, at Iris Palmer and at Starring Milana and at Starlash underscore extensions. Um, and thank you guys so much for listening. We will be back next week. I love you all so much. Have an amazing week. Bye. Bye.